Hello and welcome to the Corey's Climb Podcast. I'm your host, Maurice Rulo, joined by my cohorts, Eris Tejeda. Eris, how are you doing today? I'm oh, fantastic, man. How are you? Uh, I've been better. Uh, I'm doing okay. <laughs> fair, fair to middling, would you say? Yeah, that sounds exactly right. Okay, that's fair, cool. More fair. More you know fair. what? Being around you is just bringing me the fuck down right now. Wow, that's a great way to start episode one. Ah, just letting everybody know what the vibe is. No, that's... I guess. I guess. And yeah, we're well, over here, Victor Amoyo. What, Victor, how are you doing today? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Stuck between joyful and peachy over here. That's great. You didn't run me down, so I really appreciate that. So, <laughs> here we got three guys Victor here. Victor is clearly a nicer person than I am. I gathered that from the first one second of talking to him. Wow. <laughs> Literally one second. Wow, wow. man. Yeah. <laughs> so, question my character. <laughs> no, it was, a, it was a good way. It was a good thing. It was a good thing. It's a good thing because this guy's a terrible person. You're a great person. I'm somewhere in the middle. Gotcha. I've been described as a monster. That's I true. I deny it. That's true. I am what I am. We are what we are. Yeah. So we have episode one here of Codex Prime, mm-hmm. our, uh, our lovely podcast, and uh, we're really just trying to you know get the word out there. Victor, um, what are we trying to do here? Oh, on our show, we're talking about all things that's on and popping in our culture, be it movies, video games, music, literature, television, and everything else in between. That sounds pretty good. That's that's a lot. It sounds like a hell of a show. That's a fantastic show. Yeah. I don't say literature. I say books. Like, picture books? No. I say word pages. <laughs> <laughs> we could do that, too. No, I like it. I like it. Victor is, if you haven't noticed, the professor of the group, uh, a.k.a. Victor, the professor, literature, you got it. Yeah, right, something like that, whatever. I said a little backwards, uh-huh. but we'll work on that. Sure. Yeah. We'll work on that. So the first thing uh, we're, we're talking about today, uh, I'm sure everyone listening has seen this, is Avengers Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. which is the, the big topic, it's big movie. Hot ticket in town. Indeed. I saw it myself Monday. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> saw it on Sunday, as a matter of fact, last Sunday. You see the matinee? I did. Yeah. Yeah. And you gotta, go. When you have a baby, I don't know if you knew this. Mm-hmm. Hey, no. I have a daughter. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's news to me. Yeah, baby. She's a baby. Oh. She's an eight-month-old baby. Yeah. Aww. She requires care. Mm-hmm. I can't just drop everything I'm doing all willy-nilly like I used to. How'd she like it? She really, really enjoyed Ultron. It was. It freaked me out. <laughs> Well, for, first Freaked impressions. Freaked me out. I was first, like, hey, that first, guy's evil. What are you doing? Calm down. First impressions. I was slightly disappointed, not going to lie. Uh, I really enjoyed the first Avengers. I am a ginormous Marvel nerd. Uh, I think the Marvel Cinematic Universe is the be- next best thing to slice bread. And uh, wow, that was really cliche. I shouldn't have fucking said that, but whatever. We'll, that, we'll edit that out. Just, yeah, yeah, that's great. Fantastic. Vic, yeah. you don't, you know what, don't even fucking bother. Sort of <laughs> uh, I, I felt, I, I'm, I'm conflicted <laughs> with this movie because I, I enjoyed watching it. I in, enjoy, I'm not mad that I went to see it. I'm not mad that I paid for it as a value proposition. It was really good. The whole thing was enjoyable. And you paid matinee prices, so you I, can't complain. I cannot. I wouldn't have complained even if I went and paid full regular what ass. What if you paid 3D prices where it's like $25? I, I, I am not a 3D lover. So I hate 3D. I try to avoid 3D as best I can. But that's a topic for another day. Sure. Um, I felt that the movie lacked a soul. 
I don't know if that is the correct word, but I just felt that it threw you right into the fray. Uh, I feel like, um, even in the comics, the Avengers coming together is a big deal. Like, it's that holy shit, it's about to go down moment. And I felt like that movie threw me into just everybody being there. And it made it pedestrian. It made it pretty normal. It was just like, oh, hey, hmm, that's cool, I guess. That's that's normal now. That's fantastic. I do remember reading the, sh- the, the movie notes when they said that the first scene, spoiler alert, stop listening for like five minutes, is them like doing something together. Just mm-hmm. thrown away in the first scene. Right. Them they're, together. they're getting it. Yeah, they're getting it done. Right. Get it. Yeah, get they're it. getting it. Get it. They're getting it. And they all show up together, and like it's not, it's not even like a come together. It's just all of a sudden they're there, and they're fighting in the woods. Yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah, was I needed I needed some build up. I needed a little bit of uh, foreplay, a little Avengers foreplay, if you know what I'm saying. I know exactly what you're saying. Right. So I, I felt like if uh, Mr. Whedon would have taken the time to kind of properly set up what the hell was going on, mm-hmm. uh, it would have been a much stronger. Uh, introduction to to the film um other than that um just moving moving forward in in the movie past that initial uh opening salvo i will because that's that's exactly what the hell it was that was way better than the sliced bread comedy (laughs) (laughs) way better i appreciate that thank you um yeah i mean everything just go going to hell and it just kind of kept going from there there were a couple of weak characterizations that i didn't like but um you know what i'd like to hear what you guys have look at that i mean i I mean i did say first impressions and you literally gave me like 16 so just slow it down slow your roll all right you know what i'm just i got to be me i'm just getting no that was good that was good i was good now victor i've read your notes yeah. For episodes now, tell me why do you hate Marvel movies so much? <laughs> well, I, it's not that I hate Marvel movies. I enjoy the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Why do you hate Stan Lee, Victor? Who said I hate Stan Lee? Do Don't put words in my Jay mouth. Kirby. Stan, hey, Stan Lee is a Marvel among men. All right. Wow, that was even better than your salvo. Nah. <laughs> you, you've been waiting to say that for <laughs> I days. Love I have. I, have. <laughs> I, don't love it. I don't love it. Anyway, go on. Yeah, 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 go for it. But anyway, Avengers: Age of Ultron. Um, I was entertained by it, but the the flaws in the film were were pretty apparent to me. Um, when I watched it, it, it was it felt like a big case of been there, done that. Like when with the first Avengers film, like it was really thrilling because it was the first time ever in which you had all these uh, separate heroes like Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, the Hulk come together in one film, like. When we were growing up, we always imagined what a film like that would be like, and to see that on screen for the first time was mind blowing. But now, so dope. yeah, it was so dope. But but now with Age of Ultron, it kind of feels like it it, it doesn't feel like a special event. It, it feels like an obligation more so. Like yeah, you you've seen the other films like Captain America: Winter Soldier, you've seen Guardians of the Galaxy, all the other Iron Man films. So here's another film. Here's another entry in our years-long slate so come come one come all if you want mm-hmm. if not whatever we're still making money and so when I when I saw the film you know I, I it just I just it just felt like you know it was going through the motions right and 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 listening and looking up looking up some interviews of what Joss Whedon had to say about his experience in the film I could tell that the film was felt like it was kind of made by committee and less so by Whedon because Whedon said that um, his experience making Age of Ultron, he was broken by it, so much so that 
he's he's not making he refuses to make any more Marvel uh, Studios films. Yeah, that's one of the problems too with the uh, the Marvel movies. And you see that with Ant Man with Peyton Reed, yeah. uh, who was the director and ha- was it, it was Peyton Reed, right? Correct. Oh, Edgar Wright. Oh, Edgar Wright. Excuse me. Sorry. Yeah, Peyton Reed's the current director, yeah. but he wanted to go one way. But Marvel, you have to get him in line. And I know Whedon's told a lot of interviews about how he wanted to keep certain things, uh, the the farm scene, but he wanted they wanted the cave scene in there, which yeah. is why it kind of like cave scene. All of a sudden, Thor's there and his shirt's off, which is awesome. And don't get me wrong, uh, Chris Hemsworth looking yeah. good, but it's just boom. It's just like, whoa, whoa, where did that come from? Yeah, and and this and with this, uh, what Age of Ultron. And one problem I have with it is that. We're now we're getting to the point where this film this film it, it it doesn't feel so much like a standalone film but it feels like a prologue for other films like mm. for example um, minor spoiler alert like you have one scene where Thor has a flashback or like a premonition rather like he's seeing you know, like his uh, his compatriots from Asgard right here's a peek at Thor and yeah, Armageddon or whatever yeah, Ragnarok Ragnarok there it is yeah, yeah, I, don't, yeah, yeah. I don't speak Norse yeah like <laughs> come on yeah like here's a peek well hello. <laughs> yeah, like there's that, and then there's um, it's a map and Halo. Right, that's all I got. No yeah, so it's just like, oh yeah, here's yeah the next Thor. Yeah, there's that, and then there's a, uh, and then like here's what here's what's here's what's gonna end up happening with the Hulk. Uh, mm-hmm. No spoilers there, and and then you have the stinger, the or the the mid credits teaser, right. where Thanos you know shows up again. And he says, "Oh, if they're well, if they fail, then I guess I gotta step in." So he puts on the Infinity Gauntlet. It's okay, like, so oh, big fucking. Deal. Here's my question about that. I- I'm not sure if I missed something in the movie, but where was Thanos involved here? Who who was his lackey in this movie? He, as far as I could tell, Ultron had nothing to do with him. Which is, by the way, another one of my problems with this movie. Mm. I felt that. <clears throat> Um, you you can make you can make the argument and, and a pretty good argument that the other films in the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe were building up kind of to this idea that uh, Tony Stark would get burned out with the hero business and he would conceivably be you know okay with at the very least if not. It's, you know, like, willing to create a robot army to, you know, fight uh, around the world without his involvement. What I, what I didn't fully believe was that he would take this uh, AI programming that he found in the villain's lair and he would just be fine with implementing this no testing no nothing just hey you know that incredibly uh, incredibly complex alien uh, technology a technology mm-hmm. program that i'm building to control all these robots guess what i found in this bad guy's lair mm-hmm. fucking ai <laughs> let's throw this in fuck it well that was my main problem and with- then wait but then bruce banner aka mr pouty face the entire movie sitting here being feeling sorry for himself i'm tired of that by the way, mm. just kind of is like, oh, hey, man, you sure about that? that? That was in the bad guy's lair and whatnot. And then Tony Stark's like, come on. <laughs> Let's use alien technology. Come on. That always works. And then Bruce Banner's like, okay. He just, he just wanted to write a virus like an Independence Day. Uh-huh. He'll just take him offline oh, from his okay. MacBook 1.0. Yeah, man. Well, that 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 whole thing you is alluding to is my main issue with the movie, where it just like you said, Victor is just like one big setup, and it's really just not none of it is needed. 
None of it. Because the entire movie was getting the Infinity Stone, the Mind Stone from the the Scepter mm-hmm. to, to Vision. Uh, Vision. That was the entire movie. That was the point of it. My immediate reaction, as the moment the Vision broke out of that cocoon thing mm-hmm. that he was in mm-hmm. was... That guy's dead in the next movie. What's the yeah. point of that? <laughs> yeah, his purpose is for Theos to rip that gem yeah. off his forehead. Yeah, exactly. And the, with, the, with the end credit scene, the only Thanos lacking were is Loki and um, the gentleman from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, right. Wow, I cannot think of his name. Doesn't matter. But those, those are the Ronan, two guys. The, oh, the, the accuser. The accuser. Yeah, the accuser and right. so all I can think of in the mid credit scene where he grabs the gauntlet says, "You know, I'm just going to do it myself." I'm like, why didn't you just do that from the beginning? Or in this movie. Like, I just want Thanos now. Like, I'm tired yeah. of everything interconnecting. And I did say before the movie came out, I was more excited for Civil War than I was for you Avengers. Were, you did, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. that's yeah, going to move it forward. After seeing this movie, I agree with you 100%. Mm-hmm. I am not terribly excited by the new lineup of Avengers. I'm not going to lie. They seem rather meh. <laughs> or at least they seem that way because I feel we were we haven't been properly introduced to these characters like we were the original lineup mm-hmm. but i'm willing to give it a chance because i feel like this movie kind of showed us that a change was needed at this point and maybe a fresh uh a fresh set of uh of, of avengers will bring that to the table at least bring some differing perspectives uh, at the very least a different i feel like there's a couple more sort of ground level heroes in in this team like uh the the falcon and uh scarlet witch whose origin is kind of cool she's a foreigner she's sort of a refugee in my mind i suppose Mm -hmm. with the avengers uh and uh i feel like that that might bring some cool characterizations and interactions with the rest of the team we'll get to those ground level heroes when we talk about daredevil very soon Victor, you're chomping on the bit. What you got? Yeah, uh, and another thing too um, that you mentioned the the part where you know Tony Stark, you know he's he's all of a sudden eager to to you know build this AI. That, this, right, that with the weak explanation about oh yeah. he's afraid. Like yeah, and I think on, and that illustrates one problem with the movie. And and I read and I read up on this like after I watched the movie was that Joss Whedon reportedly his cut of the Avengers was over three hours long, and so uh, Kevin Feige, uh, I still see producer, it. You know, oh, he I'd came watch in. the hell out of that. Yeah, he came in and said, well, you got to chop it down. So I think that there are several key development scenes that are missing from what yep. we got in the theaters. I don't know if we'll get a director's cut, but we'll definitely get some cutout scenes. I hope so. We'll I, I'd friggin' love to get a director's cut. Like, man, just give me give me one of those Lord of the Rings anthology-type yeah. situations yeah. where the friggin' cut is four hours long. I'll sit there I can day. hunker down and right. watch that shit. We'll do and... a live podcast of just oh. watching every Marvel movie <laughs> known to man. Podcast. That would be that would that would be downloaded like hotcakes. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> Fly off the shelves. <laughs> now, and the one thing too about with with Ultron is for me, at least myself, after seeing Daredevil and loving every second of it, mm-hmm. I went into old not Ultron not expecting that type of because it's a totally different medium. But oh god, that is just so it was just so good. So good. Have you have you seen uh, the rest of Daredevil Airs? I haven't seen the rest of it. How many uh, how many episodes you got? I think I'm about. Five six episodes. That's, that's good. You're halfway point. through at least. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Good. yeah. That's good. So I mean, I I can I can give uh, my perspective on the show so far at the very least. And man, Daredevil did an amazing job of just giving us this world uh, that lives in the 
peripheral of everything that's going on around the big hitter Marvel heroes. Yeah. And yeah. it, it sort of gives you, uh, you know, an idea of what the hell's happening with the normal folk when mm-hmm. all of these, I mean, to, to to normal people, these heroes might as well seem like gods, pretty much. Yeah, right. So it gives us kind of a perspective of how everyone sees them, which was pretty cool. And they kind of reference them like like that, like, you know, there, there's an offhand comment where in the in in one of the first episodes they're like yeah maybe if i was wielding a friggin hammer and Mm. flying and all this stuff and i'm like yeah man like you know he's not daredevil's not gonna go out there and put people through walls that dude's gonna go and fight for his friggin life every single night scene the scene in the second episode the the hallway scene just one cut yeah. Oh my God! I think I like blew my nose in a tissue and looked back, and it was still going on. It was <laughs> yeah. amazing. I mean, it. If I have not seen so many much better, uh, we know the inspiration was a raid. You can say <laughs> yeah. it. The Lost raid, old boy. Oh, thank you. The original old boy was the yep. original mm-hmm. one cut hallway uh, gotcha. scene, which yeah. was amazing. Was, um, there was one other scene. It wasn't. A, it was a movie, obviously a movie, but it wasn't a fight scene. It was one cut. It was with Tim Robbins. I can't remember the name of the movie off the top of my head, but. I'll get that, don't There's worry. a couple. There's a yeah. couple. Uh, True Detective did it last mm-hmm. year in an yeah. amazing freaking yeah. scene. That, yeah. that, was all, that was my favorite episode of that show. But, but again, th- another day. And the, th- the thing with Daredevil, it just, it, just it, it brought everything down to such a personal level. Like, I, Avengers got a little poor where it's like, wow, this is absolutely bonkers, where Daredevil's a bit more home, neighborhood. You can see, yeah, there could be a dude jumping from the from, 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 I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was excited for... Kind of the the Netflix uh, deal, just because it was going to bring in these smaller heroes, and Daredevil's yeah. already showing us, uh, you know, the the fruits of what what that different perspective uh, on on heroing can bring. I mean, yeah, obviously we had a little of that with like Kick Ass and stuff like that, but um, this was a more obviously a more gritty experience, and I feel that it, it it lived up to to Daredevil and kind of what I wanted to see, mm-hmm. which is not friggin' Ben Affleck, you know, mm-hmm. running around. No. Well, well, in in in, in the in the. In some some defense of the Ben Affleck movie, I think Ben Affleck as Matt Murdock, he wasn't bad. He would have he would have shined better if it had a better script and a better director. Yeah, maybe. I, anyway, I enjoyed. I I will say I enjoyed the Ben Affleck Daredevil, especially the director's cut, yeah. and it did give us Jennifer Garner and Ben Affleck and their beautiful children. <laughs> and also, what people forget is that his friend was played by John Favreau, right? Yeah. Who went on to direct Iron Man. He did. And if that tanked. We might not even have the Marvel Universe as we know it. So, thank you, Ben Affleck, and thank you, Daredevil. So, are you yeah. saying the Marvel Cinematic Universe was birthed by Ben Affleck? That's exactly what I'm saying. And wow. now he's birthing the DC Universe, but we'll get to that. Oh <laughs> Victor, how did you like the show? You, you finished it, right? Oh, yeah. I finished all uh, 13 episodes yeah. in three days. Yeah. Uh, wow. I did the same thing. I don't you even guys know. need to get a fucking life. I don't even. I was explaining to Eris, uh when I saw him on Monday. I was like, I don't even know how I watched them all because I did things that weekend, and I'm trying to like piece together when I saw watched them all. And I hadn't Netflix binged in so long. It was it was incredible. Yeah, it was life changing. Yeah, I, I totally loved the series. And I, what what really amazed me about the series is that, as you as you said, Iris, the the series is actually pretty gritty for a Marvel property. Mm-hmm. And when I watched it and seeing the level of violence in some scenes, uh, I was like, wow, this show is not fucking around. <laughs> I was shocked. Yeah, I was like, wow. I didn't think Marvel had the balls to go yeah. this this grimy. Jared, Especially seeing after all their other movies and Yeah, it's yeah. it's definitely a fu- it's definitely a contrast from all the kid friendly, bright colored CG fare that you yep. see in their movies. Daredevil gets it. 
he goes out there and oh, he fucking he, gets it. Yeah. He gets it. Yeah. And and I, I also love the performances in the show. I love Charlie Cox's characterization. Yep. He's very mild-mannered, low-key. And I like the evolution of his character. I like the fact that he that you don't see the, the the bright red and black costume right away. He just fights into standard vigilante garb. Yeah. And, you know, that and was, the costume's pretty dope. That was yeah. cool. That was cool. But there was, there was one point, like I said, episode like 8 or 9 or 10 or 11. I was like, get the fucking red suit, bro. <laughs> just fucking get it. Come on, well, man. I'm ready. I'm waiting I'll, for it. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I, I, remember, I agree. Because I remember when I first watched the show, I'm like, I mean, at some point, this is the episode where he's going to get yeah. the red suit, and it's like, oh, okay, maybe the next episode. Then it's yeah. not until like uh, episode the last, yeah. very last one. But when I but when I watched it, I was like, wow, this is this is really great because like every fight scene is not only well choreographed and well shot, like they use actual wide angles. They don't yeah. zoom in all close yep. and use quick cuts, so yeah. you're not too sure that classic Hollywood action movie yeah. mistake. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, like like oh, they like dizzy, Whoa, zoom, zoom yeah. in, zoom right. out, yeah, yeah. yeah. And wrestling has the same problem. Yeah, and it's yeah. and it's not the whole Zach, obnoxious Zack Snyder's zoom in slow motion, yeah. fast motion <laughs> yeah. cuts thing. Yeah, and oh. like like the like these you could tell these actors put in work in their fight choreography. Yep. And like what I like about it too is that every single fight that Matt Murdock goes through is like he's like you feel you actually feel it. It's yeah. like wow, yeah, you can feel like his bones ache. Yeah, his, and his that, muscles. Tear. That boy catches beans. I'm just saying, yeah, like holy he shit, punishment like he's no getting his ass kicked. He's yeah. getting <laughs> fucked up. He's like the. No. He's like the Mick Foley of heroes. Yeah. <laughs> one, one thing that I found cool uh, about that show, uh, at least so far, uh, is the fact that they don't uh, like specifically state or overstate at the very least that he's super powered. Like they they make you kind of guess. Like if we didn't know Daredevil was Daredevil. We'd be like, okay, this blind dude seems to be able to hear awful far, yeah. and you know he, he can perceive things that you normally wouldn't be able to. But you know we're not blind; we don't know what the hell a blind person see. You know how they interact with the world. Um, but they 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 kind of make it seem like okay, he he's obviously more than a normal man, but at any time that dude can friggin' get deaded. Yeah, they never really imply that the uh, chemicals that made him blind gave him superpowers. I think at some right. well, enhanced power, whatever you want to call them. But at some point, he's, I think he says it offhandedly, which I thought was pretty cool. Hmm. Because uh, the one problem with, with Ben Affleck's Daredevil, again, it had, it had its moments, it had its really good moments, but the intro was just him being a kid and just teaching himself how to do handstands on the edge of a building. And then all of a sudden he's a lawyer and he wow. sleeps in a pool of water or some shit. What? The pool of water thing was the dumbest <laughs> part of that movie. Don't even get me started on that. It was just so want, random. It was just so random. We're not going to go too far into it. We're not going to go too far into it. Now, I, I was very happy that Daredevil got a TV show because he actually, within the 13 hour long episodes, he already has more screen time than probably all the other heroes put together with movies. Yep. And you just tell a better story, which is amazing and fantastic. And Daredevil is probably top five of my all time superheroes. And he is, and Joss Whedon said this, is the the Marvel's Batman. Now, speaking of Batman. Wait, before we move off Daredevil, I feel like we would be doing a disservice if we do not discuss uh, D'Onofrio's Kingpin. Because so far in all of the episodes I've watched, that dude leaves a hell of an impression. Mm. Uh, he is 
he is creepy as hell the entire time. It is so unsettling when that dude is on screen. And I mean, first off, that that that's kind of the character that dude plays always. Apparently, he's just a weird dude. Gomer I don't know Pyle. if that's how he is in real life. Gomer Pyle, full metal jacket. <laughs> yep. Oh wow, that's him. Yep. That's yeah. Him. Yep. Yeah. You ain't kidding. Oh. The cell. Mm-hmm. J-Lo. Yep. Get it. Get it, Vincent. <laughs> I'll get it, Vincent. <laughs> but the entire time, it's like, it's a weird vibe. I, I can't, like, I don't know if I can put my finger on it where that dude, it's not violence. Like, I don't feel like that dude's it's ever quiet, going to. It's a quiet violence. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, like it's a quiet, I don't know if it's a quiet madness, but he, he strikes me as a dude who's just, like, so, uh, he's so alone, lonely, he doesn't know how to interact with mm. people. Yeah, yeah. Like he's like he's like like, he, like you could tell like his 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 rage is like barely like simmering up beneath yep. the yeah barely contained. And that, that's and, a pretty good way to put that. Yeah, and also it's like you could tell he's like very like because of his upbringing and the, and the show delves into that in detail. Like he's very socially awkward. Like he doesn't know how to like when he expresses affection. It could, you could tell that it's very uneasy for him. Like to to show that vulnerability for a man like Wilson Fisk. Is is to reveal a lot about himself, and he and he wants to, and he's a type of guy who plays his, his cars close to his vest. So there's like, there's like one scene uh, later on in one of the later episodes where he's talking to his right hand man Wesley, mm-hmm. and he's like he's like Wesley, I, uh, I I just want you to know that uh, you know I I appreciate uh, what, what 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 you do for me. Uh, Wesley, is this how humans interact? Um, <laughs> I, 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 am I blending in? That's a very good impression, in? by the way. That's, 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 <laughs> that's pretty good. good. That's that pretty is good. pretty good. Yeah, and <laughs> and it's like and it's like watching. It's like wow, this is a really interesting take. Like, yeah. he, like I, I would definitely, I could definitely go so far as to say that D'Onofrio's Wilson Fisk or Kingpin is definitely the most interesting and well-rounded villain in the Marvel. Oh yeah, and, and that's that's one of the biggest problems. You you read that as the villains in Marvel, they're just they're just interchangeable at this point. And uh, every movie villain besides Loki is just there for that one movie. Like Ultron, spoiler alert, got his dick kicked in. Which <laughs> is like, done. He's supposed to be like the super Man, I liked powerful. Ultron too. Yeah, it was I cool though. James Spader did. did a great job. He but did. it's just like, that's awesome. it. He's done. Red, uh, the, red, excuse me, from Captain America, Red Mask. Oh, Red Skull. Red Skull, oh, Red wow. Yeah. yeah. He just, you know, that one movie. And he's a really great character, but, mm-hmm. you know, he's done. Um, like I said, besides Loki, every movie just has that yeah, one guy. Yeah, Ronan the Accuser. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I thought he was pretty right. good, too. Like, he, he did was, a good job. Right. Yeah. Dead. Sorry. Yeah. But Fisk, uh, Kingpin is just like... They didn't even call him Kingpin, but yeah. they just... Wow, yeah. He had 13 episodes to flesh out his character. He's just a really great actor. And, and you want to talk about the violent scenes and simmering. There was one scene, I'm not going to spoil it, but whoa. I, I actually showed it my friend who is not a big into superhero movies, but he loves Spartacus. And it's the same showrunner. And I was like, oh, well, let me just finish watching this episode. I think you'll like it. Did not realize that was the episode we were watching. And some someone gets fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> they get fucked Wait, is, does this have to do with a Russian and a vehicle? Yep. Is it that episode? Yep. Oh, yeah. A vehicle, <laughs> a vehicle, a Russian door? Yeah. You do the math. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. I'm just going to... Yeah. Man, yeah, that, that... Man, yeah. that Russian got it. Yeah. yeah. That was excellent. That was excellent. It was. It was fantastic. Daredevil, thumbs up so far. Oh, you yeah. guys have seen the whole thing, but I, I really enjoyed it. I'm yeah. enjoying it. Yeah, and then Daredevil is great, and like I said, I was saying before, he is the the Marvel's Batman. It it makes me excited watching what they did with that, 
makes me excited to see the other projects. That yeah, and I'm Netflix not really is is, uh, is, is going to come out. I don't that. really know those superheroes too well, but I'm, in, I'm intrigued to watch yeah. them. I yeah. especially can't wait for Luke Cage, Power mm-hmm. Man. Mm-hmm. Yep, because Power Man is awesome. Also, you don't. You don't get to see a lot of black superheroes, man. That, it just don't happen, especially one in a leading role. Is this going to be the first one? Did you miss Steel? Out of DC? Did you miss and- Steel starring Shaquille O'Neal? We don't talk about Steel. Steel Steel is not real to me, therefore it doesn't exist. <laughs> that was... But I'm saying, oh out of God. Marvel and DC, yeah, I mean discounting Steel, I'm talking about the current DCU and Well, MCU. Cyborg's going to be in... in uh... Is he getting a standalone film? In 20, Eventually, yeah. In but he is gonna. Oh, wow. He is going to be. In and Batman and I know Superman. that the Black Panther is also getting his own movie, which yep. I also can't wait to see. That's one of those heroes that I never, you know, I never really got too much into. But it's always been an interesting character to me. Yep. So that'll be cool to see. But um, Power Man, Luke Cage, that out of the the whole Defenders lineup that that Netflix is leading up to, they're basically like small poor man's Avenger lineup. Yeah. Luke Cage is the coolest one to me because Luke Cage has always been a conflicted character where. He's he's always been a dude who he's you know super powered. He's sort of Superman without you know the freaking flying ability or the laser eyes. He's a strong super basically the super super powered. Um, but he's always been a guy that's been more uh, of a family man. And every time he jumps into the fray, it's never been because he wants to like save the world. He just, you know, his relationship was just with Jessica Jones. They, he has a kid. That's what he wants to protect. It's more of a personal story. And I can't wait to see how they characterize, especially the relationship between those two, since they're both going to have their own uh, shows on Netflix. Um, I, can't, I can't wait to see what they do with them. But, like, Luke Cage, I am friggin' ecstatic to watch that show. I hope they do that right. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to those two shows. And also, don't forget Iron Fist. Yeah. He has his own show, too. Yeah, I know. I'm just, bleh, whatever. Well, you know, <laughs> hey, if, 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 if Daredevil's any indication, I mean, with with these low-tier superheroes, they're like raw clay. You can actually make them compelling characters like True. they've never been before. Yeah, and, and that's what Marvel did that was amazing, is they sold the rights to their big superheroes like Spider-Man and uh, the X-Men. And Iron Man, when he first made his first movie, is B-list as it gets. Mm. People did not know who Iron Man really was. Captain America was always a, 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 I was always a fan of his and, and Daredevil, but I was never a big Iron Man guy. I didn't see Iron Man in the theater. I'll be honest with you. Oh, but, I, I did. Oh, um, awesome. But when I heard all when I heard all the rumblings, and and I you know I love superheroes, all Batman and everything. But when I heard the rumblings, I'm like, I have to see that. And then they just have a good pedigree, and I can't even think of one movie. I even I, you know I thought Hulk was, was pretty good. It's pretty good. And Marvel's is, right now they just cannot do wrong, and I, I I understand with Ultron they have to make as much money as possible. In the movies, I know what they're trying to do. Yeah, same with the show. I mean, Daredevil is any like you said is any indication? I don't know who Jessica Jones is really. I don't really know who Power Man is, but I'm gonna watch the fuck out of those shows. Mm-hmm. Power Man's awesome. Yeah, they got me. They got me good. They got me good, and I can't wait for Defenders. And I want Daredevil in Avengers one day. Well, we'll see how it goes. It's, you hear that? You hear that? Netflix. Yeah, that shit up. Yeah, they already said season two is coming out, but no one even knows how they get the ratings. But I don't know, man. It was all it was it was all over the news. It's it pretty big. Whatever, man. Jay all that matters is uh, they renewed it. I think the subscriptions, so, people watching it. Yeah. Yep. So here, here, here's my problem. Here's my problem. I know we've been we've been heaping praise on Marvel, well deserved. Um, growing up, I was always a DC guy. I watched a lot of Bruce Tim uh, DC animated movies. Man, yeah. And Daredevil, like I said, is the Batman of Marvel. 
How you about? didn't grow up on the Batman animated series. Get I out. feel sorry for you, childhood, get out. my friend. Yeah. Now, my only problem is uh, the the Batman, the DC's Batman. What? I I can't. How do you feel about that, Victor? I'm curious as a man with with familiarity with film, what you're seeing with the trailers, Man of Steel. What you think about how DC is going about what they're doing? Uh, with uh, with the new Batman, Ben Affleck, Batman, the new Batman, Superman. the whole DC uh, universe that they're deciding well, to do. Yeah, it feels like uh, Warner Brothers and DC. It's like they're just trying to you know play catch up with Marvel Studios. It's like it's like oh they they have a slate. Well, well we have a slate. And and for me like those films that they've announced, they don't feel like actual films. They just feel like announcements for release dates. Mm. And it's like what I give what I give credit for DC is that all of their films so far, regardless of quality, some are better than others. Like, all of them feel, they feel like individual standalone works. Of, works. Like, like, you could tell, like, you could tell who the filmmakers of, is behind them. So if you watch any of Christopher Nolan's films, mm-hmm. you could tell that those films stand on their own. They're very distinct from Tim Burton's version versus, or even Joel Schumacher's two schlock fests that we won't talk about. <laughs> I had a lot but, of Batman Forever toys. Yeah. I will say those glowing uh, guys and, were so uh, awesome. Yeah. Well, killer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but 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 yeah, um, I mean with 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 <laughs> DC. Yeah, with uh, I won't even touch that. But with uh, with DC. Um, at least, at least their films feel distinct apart from Marvel. I mean, when you look at the Marvel Cinematic Universe, all their films, as as entertaining as they are, they all they all feel the same at this point. Like, no, regardless of who's directing and who's writing them, like they feel like they could have been directed or written by any competent filmmaker or any competent screenwriter. Like Avengers, you could have gotten the same result from like say a, a Zack Snyder or even a Steven Spielberg. Well, the I, 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 I felt like when I when I when I saw when I saw the first Avengers, I feel like Scarlett um, Johansson. Uh, Black Widow was way better in that movie than she was in all the others, and I want to say that's partially because Joss Whedon just did a better job of directing her, or writing her character. Or... I, I think the humor came across as Josh Joss Whedon in that movie. Like yeah. I feel like uh, all the directors kind of put a stamp on Marvel stuff, but at this point, uh, you're you're kind of right that it's starting to feel like Marvel wants more a formula than a creator. What's, but... what's the new buzzword? <clears throat> Superhero fatigue. That's yeah, the new buzzword. But at least Marvel got ahead of it. Um, but now I don't have any. Superhero but now. Fucking bring on the <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, keep them coming, it. keep them coming. The problem with Zack Snyder, <clears throat> and I'm just gonna throw this out there, I'm not the biggest Zack Snyder fan. Yeah, I mean, not, yeah no, like, that's I, not shocking. I'm, I, I'm when, no fan of his. When Joss, when they said Joss Whedon was going to be directing the Avengers, well, like you said, it was a big to do. Like I'm like, who the heck is gonna get this right? And they said Joss Whedon. I was like, oh, that's fucking sweet. Yeah, he's gonna get that it. guy will do it. Yeah, he's but then they're like, oh, get it. Zack Snyder is gonna be the helm of DC, and Justin's like, oh god. Oh yeah, God, what? yeah, that that was. I mean, three hundred was pretty sweet. Uh, he's really good at action. Like he's he's actually very good at just putting together a cool looking set piece. Yeah, he's. I feel like that dude is not good at bringing out the just the freaking soul in a, in yeah. a character. Because yeah, Superman was very like it's, soulless. Yeah, yeah, like it's sort of a dude. Like he, it's a block that basically. Yeah. Dude, that kicks ass. Like, yeah. okay, that's cool. I and know that Batman versus Superman is gonna have some sweet ass action scenes, and that might be enough for one movie. Let's see what it does. Yeah, I'm more worried about him directing the friggin' Justice League than anything else. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, it's it's weird with with it's just the way they're going about it. To me, just seems so weird. Like Dark Knight, the the graphic novel is is good. It's very good, and it helped recover Batman from the old school campy Adam West, but. 
I just don't like the way they're they're deploying him into a movie scene with the next Batman. He's yeah. forty and everything's dark and everyone's evil. Um, and I'm willing ben to Affleck. give that a shot though. Yeah, I, th- I think I think Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice League Prologue Volume One, uh, <laughs> which that should be the full title of the movie. I, th- I think it does have potential, and I think Ben Affleck will 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 do a good job. Here's my problem, and I've said this before: when I see that chin, <laughs> when I fucking see that chin, I'm gonna say. I fucking know that you, Ben Affleck. I'm not that mask. I fucking know that you, well, Ben Affleck. Stop playing Halloween, well, Ben well, Affleck. Well, well, you know what? You know what? I, I think I think Ben Affleck should play that up. I I, I want to see since since it's Ben Affleck in the role. I want to see him, you know, play a Bruce Wayne with a douchey Boston accent. <laughs> just 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 be the most obnoxious masshole on, on film. Like, yeah, how? I like just just Ben just, Affleck just busting Alfred's balls. Just fine. Just fine. I I, I you know. He, he's really good. I just, I, you know, Christian Bale, who had a lot of, you know, some indie stuff, any cred. I was like, I saw American Psycho, I'm like, dude, that guy's fucking jacked. He can be Batman for sure. I want to see Bruce Wayne give a shout out to Tom Brady. Wow. That's what I want to see. <laughs> oh my God, Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback <laughs> in the history of the NFL. Yeah. Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback in the universe, and he, he already has a little raspy <laughs> voice going on. Everyone always complains about that, but if 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 one of you guys became Batman, Victor became Batman, Eris became Batman, and you're just talking to me like, "Hey, I'm Batman." The like, fuck do you know? I'm not already Batman. Because if when Batman was talking to me that one time, I, it was not your voice. Oh. But if it was you and Victor just talking to me, be like, "I'm Batman," be like. Victor, is that you? <laughs> Victor, what are you doing underneath that mask? Like yeah, that voice is perfectly fine. I don't mind the gravelly voice. That's uh, fine. That's fine. You should, Swear to me. Yeah, that was great. I would be scared shitless if I was a fucking upside I, down to a man in a bat suit. I never, that never bothered me. Yeah, you just heard a complaint. I, 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 I just want to squash that right now. Stop complaining about it. Yeah. yeah. Victor. I feel like that's over with. Yeah. It's been over with for a while. But now Ben Affleck's going to have his own voice and people are going to start complaining about that. It'll be fine. I hope oh. so. It will be fine. I just, I just Christian, Christian Bale squashed that. Everybody is, is on. But the, they, 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 I just feel like the new Batman is going to be just way too dark. And Batman is dark, but I just don't like the way they're... And Superman shouldn't be so dark either. Is I don't. Is it just me? Is it me, guys? Um, no, it's not. One of my biggest problems with that trailer was the fact that it insinuated that people were treating Superman as a god, and that's fine. What's not fine is that it also insinuated that Superman was allowing that. I feel like that's not in Superman's character. That would not be a long-term thing for Superman. Like, in the comics, I feel like Superman would be like, fucking no, I grew up in Smallville, bro. Like, stop that. I'm no god. What are you doing? But in those, uh... And in that trailer, it, uh... It, it kind of just makes it seem like everybody's been worshipping Superman for a while. There's a freaking statue of the guy yeah. in the middle of wherever the hell in Metropolis. And it feels like that dude hasn't really done nothing. I think recently. Henry Cavill, fucking take care <laughs> well, of that, bro. Well, maybe Well, in, well, maybe, maybe the people of Metropolis or wherever built that statue in his honor for saving their lives. Even though he leveled half of Metropolis. Right. Right. Like, oh, fuck. Was like, oh, I just knocked that building Wait, over. Collateral damage. Yeah. That's, that's my I feel like that's a later, that's a, that's a more recent thing in comics, especially with Injustice, the game, where Batman becomes like a ruler. I mean, they, they've Superman done it before. Does. I'm sorry, excuse me, Superman. Yeah. They've done it before. Um, with Superman, but it's just a newer thing, and I just and Superman's very hard to write for. He's very hard he to write is. for, um, and I know it, and it's just like Lex. I get Superman it. is a bitch. Let's just go right. ahead and put it out there. He sucks. Yeah, he does. Superman is the worst. But if, as my brother always said, he said, if you take Batman and put him in Metropolis, you get his ass kicked. 
by all the superheroes that Superman has to fight. No, he wouldn't. However, he'd, he'd clean that place up in a day. Superman has the villains, but they always just do Lex Luthor. I get it. He's a normal dude, and he's bald. I get it. Move on. Give me some Daredevil action. I'm Daredevil. Um, Fine. Doomsday action. Fucking punch people <laughs> in the fucking face. Seriously. Doomsday would be I mean, they tried to do it with Zod, too. And Star Trek had the same issues. Like, yeah, Zod was a great villain 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, Khan was a great villain 30 years ago. Yeah, hey, give me something there, new, man. There yeah, is so act. much like to for, pull from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For, Why do you have to go back to well, the world? I think that just kind of shows you that how much of a friggin' generic character Superman is. They, yep. they have to yeah. dip back into the same friggin' well because, mm. oh, hey, Lex Luthor's the only dude Superman fights with any substance. Guess what? Everyone right. else is a blathering well, idiot monster. Brainiac's pretty yeah. legit. Doom's, oh, yeah, I like, well, you know what? Why have they the, 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 the Brainiac yet? I feel like the animated series, uh, the Superman animated series, oh, yeah. Brainiac was legit. They had him in Smallville? Yeah, that was cool. But it makes sense because he's super-powered, Brainiac's a super-genius. Boom! Perfect! I don't know. I'm not a Hollywood writer or anything, but just it just I'm done seemed, with that. It just I watched a Brainiac movie, but now they're doing they're doing it the opposite way, where they're doing the Batman, Superman, and then Justice League, and then they're all spawning off their own. But the, it, like you said earlier, Victor, it doesn't it doesn't feel like they're all coming together slowly? Just boom! Now they just have release dates, yeah. and they have to do the Flash in four years, even though they were a Flash TV show, mm-hmm. which a lot of people like. Yep. And they got a new Flash coming out when the guy's already on on TV, and they got Cyborg, and I don't even know what the guy looks like. And yeah. at least at least they're trying to do Wonder Woman finally. But yeah, who's... yeah. With with, and I'm glad you brought up Wonder Woman because you know Wonder Woman would have been hot, would have been a hot property 10, 15 years ago. And for me, like the perfect actress for that role 10, 15 years ago would have been Catherine Zeta Jones. I think mm, she would have yeah. rocked the role because yeah, she had the look and everything. But but you know I'm I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what who the I mean, Gal Gadot's uh, performance, whatever that might, however that might she turn really, out. She got it in Fast and Furious, and, in my opinion. I thought yeah. she did pretty good. Yeah, yeah. she was cool. I liked and, it. And although, although with uh, with Wonder Woman, I, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, apparently uh, the original director, um, mm-hmm. Michelle McLaren, she she left the director's chair or mm-hmm. rather yeah. because of creative differences. You know, yeah. now they have Penny Marshall directing uh, Wonder Woman. So you know, I think she'll I think she'll do a. What's she done? Because uh, McLaren hadn't she directed some Game of Thrones episodes? Yeah, I thought? It's Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad. Yeah, um, yeah, that, 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 oh, that. wow, yeah, capable it's, hands. Uh, did yeah. I say, wait, did I say Penny Marshall? I think Patty Jenkins. I mean, yeah, oh, okay. Patty Jenkins. She did a uh, Monster, which uh, Charlie's Theron won Best Actress. Oh, okay, there you go, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's great. It's crazy how they get um, some of these directors where they. It seems like they have no experience in that field and they kill it. Like I think the Russo brothers that did a. Uh, Captain America, uh, Winter Soldier. I don't think they had too much like high action experience, but they did a really good job. Yeah, they killed it in that yeah. movie. Yeah, and I love that. That's yeah, probably my second, second, maybe third favorite Marvel movie. Yeah. Uh, Winter Soldier was. Awesome. And the thing too with Marvel is they have a Marvel guy, Kevin. How does he say? Feige. 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 Yeah. He is the head, so he and yeah, you know, and he probably rubs people the wrong way because he says no, we have to do it this way. But he has a grand plan. DC has Warner Brothers. I don't trust those motherfuckers as far as I can throw them, and I can throw them pretty damn far. Let the record be known. Let Bruce Tim be the producer, right. Warner Brothers. Shit would be legit. Yeah, just let him do it. And, and you know, as as for me, as far as DC goes, you know, after after you know what Christopher Nolan did with the Dark Knight trilogy, which to me th- those those three films are the gold standard of superhero films. 
you know, DC could do whatever the hell they want. Whoa, high so, praise. Oof. Oh, absolutely. Like, if you look at... The, He's right. Yeah, The Dark Knight, in terms... Like, if you look at The Dark Knight especially, that film is, like, the upper echelon, the, yeah. the standard film. And they, they really did the same thing with that, uh, with Iron Man. You know, Batman Begins did okay at the box office, but it wasn't, like, a record breaker, but just word of mouth, because it was just so naturally good. Mm. And DC started with Man of Steel, which kind of got some lukewarm reception, because Bat- Superman is not a good hero to start off with. He's just not... Yeah, with Man of Steel, I know, I know a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, kind of razz on it, kind of hate on it. I didn't, th- I didn't think it was terrible. You know, I thought it was all right. I enjoyed it. DC fanboy in the room. Appa- <laughs> well, come on now. But but the, the the flaws were apparent. I mean, like for example, um, I, I think Zack Snyder. I think like like you mentioned before, like Aris, he he's like visually he's a very he's very good, oh, yeah, you know, a visual yeah. con- visual concept artist. Yeah. But in terms of getting that human element, that subtlety, mm-hmm. like it's like it's like yeah. a surgeon wielding a jackhammer. Yeah, you know, yeah. Superman just, smash. Like, like yeah, that's and, basically uh, three hundred was guys just looking really awesome in those loincloths, just killing each other. That yeah. was pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, they had was Watchmen, which. Watchmen oh was God, the cl- Watchmen. Watchmen. Watchmen was the closest adaptation I've ever seen of like any property from book or whatever comic book yeah. to movie. However, it tells you exactly why you shouldn't do that. Yeah, exactly, and and I'm glad you said that because with Watchmen, it's a perfect example of what happens when you show too much fidelity to a property. Mm-hmm. Because with with Watchmen, it, it it felt I I I equate Watchmen to a well trained parrot. Like it, 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 it can it can repeat the story beats like exactly as as it as it is in the comics from yeah. down to the visuals the, mm. the, the 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 dialogue, but it feels hollow. It, yeah. That film yeah. felt paint by numbers. It felt yeah. like oh well we're acting we're acting this way because this is how it was done in a book. Yeah. We're doing yeah. this scene because that's how it was done in a book, and it kind of felt like I'm not getting that. It doesn't resonate with me. It's it, not sticking. It felt like Zack Snyder was afraid to may put his own stamp on a revered property to me. Yeah, like it, it felt like he he was too scared to to make any changes because everyone loves Watchmen for a good damn reason. And that thing, for years, was thought as, like, the hardest fucking thing to adapt to yeah. to film. Uh, and and uh, you know what? He did a passable job for, for uh, a project that most people thought was impossible. Yeah. I enjoyed Watchmen. I don't think it was the best movie ever, and I, it's not something that when I'm looking for something to watch, I'm like, oh, hey, I'm going to watch Watchmen again. I've never thought that. But also, yeah. also, I went to a 10 o'clock showing. I didn't get home till 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and I live 15 minutes away from the movie theater. And I saw it with a friend who had not read Watchmen, and he was, and he was like, it was good, I think. Yeah, I think it was it's Watchmen. You, you can have two. There's two movies that I kind of think uh, are the exact opposite. Uh, ends of the spectrums from each other. Watchmen is uh, the one where you show way too much fidelity to to uh, source material, mm-hmm. and then there's Wanted, which literally had nothing <laughs> to fucking do with the original material. Mm-hmm. And I really love Wanted. Shoot this motherfucker! You can bend the bullets. Don't be wrong. Bending bullets is all right. Read Wanted, bro. I've heard Wanted. The shit that happens in Wanted. What is do you think this is? Right. Yeah. Superheroes and, lose. And, and and people, if you're if you're listening, if you haven't if you haven't seen Watchmen, do yourself a favor. Fuck the movie. Read the graphic novel. The graphic novel is the only material you need to read. The movie, the, 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 read, the movie is wank. All right. Wow, the movie is fucking wank. That's, what, that's read, a lot of hate. Read the graphic novel. 
Read the graphic novel. The movie is fucking wank. Hold on. I think I just I found a new segment for I found a new segment for the podcast. It's wank. Every week we will say one thing that is wank. Fucking wank. Write that down, Victor. We got you. If you I mean if you if you read the graphic novel, you've pretty much seen the movie. Just imagine Molly and Ackerman nude. There you go. You're done. That's it. Nice. That's pretty good. But you know, I, I like I like the wank. We get like a wank alert or something like that. Sure, it's pretty. It's pretty legit. It's Not pretty legit, know, man. <laughs> wank alert sounds a little suspect. But we'll, 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 uh, we'll, we'll, we'll. I think we'll I read that in, this, in a deposition one time. Oh, whoops. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll work on the name. We'll work yeah. on it. You know, we're still working from the ground up. Yeah. Um, but I, I think really that that covers a lot of the the comic book hoopla that's been going on yeah. in the world recently. I don't know if anything else you wanted to touch on with with some of the things we should. We got Civil War coming out pretty soon. Yeah, Ant Man's cool, coming man. out. Man, the the cast for Civil War was announced today. Yeah, it's Avengers so, two point five. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ant Man. They're dumping Ant Man in there. I want to see it. Cool. I, I'm excited for Ant Man. I like the lesser known stuff like Guardians. I was I was looking forward to. I've never been an Ant Man fan, and they're making him the less flawed version of that character. Mm-hmm. I know that everybody hates Ant Man because he's a wife beater. But at least that makes the dude interesting. Well, now they know about it. <laughs> Besides, that was the original Ant-Man, not the Paul Rudd Ant-Man. I know, also, that's what I'm saying. They're right, making him oh, the less the interesting version one. of that but character. But also, I've been told on numerous occasions, including on Chat Roulette, that I look like Paul Rudd. So I have a soft spot in my heart for Ant-Man. There's apparently a lot of people that have lied to you. <laughs> at least six people. A lot. Yeah, I don't at think at Paul least Rudd six. Would look at you, man. At least six. Wait till I get my haircut this weekend. I do not Wait. believe Paul Rudd looks like a uh, bitch. Sorry. Wow. Oh snap! <laughs> you just fucking said. Just. Well, this is the first and last episode. Uh, you won't let him talk to you like podcast. that, son. I am going to. You can't see it because this is an audio form, but I just beat up Eris and put him in the Boston Gravity tapped out like a bitch. You cannot touch me. I would put you in the fucking chicken wings. <laughs> uh, Bob Backlund. Don't worry. We'll Bob get to the Backlund we'll get to the wrestling conversation. Don't worry. That'll be a whole episode. To I itself. have to do some catching up. We didn't even get a chance to talk about freaking video games. There's so books. much we can talk about. Guess mm-hmm. what? So I'm much. been reading. The Dresden Files. We're gonna get to the Dresden Files. Oh my god, there's, there's so, so much. Cool. You know, everyone there's needs to so stick awesome. around for the show because we got the dre- we got some good fantasy sci-fi sh- books coming up. Yeah. We got Star Wars, King which, Killer have, which we have to get to. King Killer Star Chronicles. Holy shit, we didn't talk about Star Wars no, today. We're, Fuck. Two hundred and twenty-four days away until Friday, December 18, 2015. Star Wars Episode Seven: Force Awakens. Let's get it, son. Yeah. They're gonna get. In a little wow. Minute. All right. Holy so, smokes. Bro, calm, calm down. So we're going to... I, I, I hate to break it to you, but I know you're a huge fan. Yeah. Hayden Christensen is not in this trilogy. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure they'll be able to fit him in some way. Oh. He'll, he'll have a flashback or something. So uh, I've just crushed Victor's soul. That's a pretty good place to end. Yeah. yeah that's a good, it's a great place. Now, um, if, if you want <laughs> yeah. if you want to email us uh, at the podcast and you want to say... Uh, you know, answer your questions if you have a comment about the the Marvel Cinematic Universe, how we feel about that, and if you like Daredevil, really anything. Or if you think Maurice looks like a bitch, that's fine. It's an audio <laughs> podcast. You can even see what I look like. Just imagine. He looks like a like Just imagine a Paul bitch. Rudd and then imagine someone way better looking. <laughs> so you can reach us at Codex Prime Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to message us a little message on Twitter, you can read it. Uh, find us at Codex Primecast. Codex Primecast, not with the pod. Don't go to that one. Uh, Victor, do you have any... Yeah, those guys are assholes. 
Yeah, fuck those guys. <laughs> uh, actually, no, it just didn't fit. It just didn't fit. Okay. Uh, Victor, 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 you got any Twitter you want to you drop? Oh, yes. You can follow me on Twitter at Victor Omoyo. That's Victor O-M-O-A-Y-O. And you can also find my, me on, on YouTube. I have a little small-time YouTube channel. Just uh, type in my name, Victor Omoyo, and uh, you can find all my in-depth film reviews on my channel as well. Sweet. And the big one is going to be the Facebook, so that's where we're going to get all our updates. We're going to have you with uh, you know, how to download the podcast, even though if you're listening to me now, you may have already figured that out, but don't worry, it's going to be on there. Um, updates from me, Victor, Eris, uh, when we're recording next, oh, yeah. when the next episode can drop. You know, we'll, we'll comment, you know, what do you guys want us to talk about? We'll talk about the next episode. Like I said, I think because Star Wars is really a big one, there's so much we, to, there's so much we can talk about with Star Wars. <laughs> yes. Game of Thrones. Or, uh, yeah, I feel like fire. Avengers co-opted all of our yeah. exciting Star it Wars was, talk. It was a big one. But I, I wanted to save Star Wars because there's so much that I can say about Star Wars. And Victor, right. just I think you just wet his pants. You that's why, read, that's you, also you, we have to finish. You read up on, on the new comics? Yes, the bring new comics, we've got Aftermath coming I out. I want to know about that. I want to watch Rebel, the, the show's Rebels. Victor needs to change his underwear because Hayden Christensen, you just thought about <laughs> it, just got all crazy. Hey, but hey, 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 <laughs> you can re- reach us at facebook.com slash codexprime. We'll have all the updates there for you. Uh, anything you want to uh, plug, Eris? No. You know, no Twitter. You do a lot of the following on the Twitter. You do a lot of the uh, the commenting and yeah, the posting. Man. Nah, not at this time. I'm good, man. Yeah. I just follow football reporters because I want to know about my yeah. Patriots. Yeah, you, you can follow me oh. at Twitter.com/slash Maurice Cerullo. Hater. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> guys! I don't want to do a one-man podcast. Right. Actually, maybe I should. Let me know what you think on the Facebook. But you can reach me at Twitter/slash Maurice Cerullo. M-A-U-R-I-C-E C-E-R-U-L-L-O. I really just live tweet the Patriots. That's about all I do on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. I feel like people are really not... You're not making your Twitter sound that awesome. That's why I don't want to plug my shit. Just, but you know yeah, what? what? It's mine. When I, when, when I want to say something, I'll right. create a new, a new Twitter. I'll plug it on here. Right. And you know what? How about I just fucking log on at Codex Primecast. Yeah, yeah, there you and go. say some shit. Yeah. How about that? That's perfect. Fuck it. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. Awesome. Get it. Great. Do Get it. it. Got it. Woo! We all got it. Yeah. We all got it. <laughs> There's going to be room for Patriots, too. But, you know, like Victor said, we're trying to get a lot of the, the, the current... Um, how, did you, how did you phrase that again? That was way too good for me. <laughs> oh, uh, all things on and popping in our culture. Yeah. That, we need to write that down. That, that is a good cool saying. Like that's, that's perfect. No, everything in our culture, um, you know, a lot, us three especially, you know, we like to talk about the the nerdier things in life. You know, Harris and I just went to PAX not too long ago. Yeah, we so did. So there's a little bit some, some of that we can talk about. It's just... It, it just it just feels like especially nowadays everyone is in on everything like Game of Thrones, Marvel. Oh, that's a discussion we need to have. Fantasy <laughs> and trust me, trust me. You heard it here first. Dresden Files when they co-op that for some sort of TV is gonna be the next big bucket thing. I want to see a movie. I, don't want, to I a want a movie. movie. I'll do a movie. I want a Dresden movie. movie. Dresden movie would be fucking awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be so. We'll tell you guys all about it on our next episode. Yeah. Um, we're gonna try and do a, a what was I trying to do? Bi-weekly, weekly, monthly. We'll figure that out, man. Yeah. Well, we'll yeah. check the Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Keep an eye on the Facebook. Just, just, just do that. But um, we'll, uh, we'll catch you guys down the road. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Peace out, everyone. Once again, thanks for listening to the Codex Prime podcast. We want to give a special shout out to AWOL of Mayhem Music for providing the awesome beats that you've heard in the introduction and outro of our episode. You can catch AWOL on Twitter at AWOL underscore MM, that's MM for Mayhem Music, and you can also listen to some of his music on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash AWOL underscore MM. 
Once again, thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.